Welcome to the Parent Life Podcast, a ministry of Fruit Cove Baptist Church here in Jacksonville, Florida. My name is Jason Stanlin, and I'm the middle school pastor here and the host. Today is Memorial Day, a day that our country celebrates the military people who have lost their lives, given their lives in service of our, uh, of our country. And I wanted to take that in a different direction uh, from the cr Christian perspective. We have set up potentially memorials or points of remembrance that kind of act as pillars of our faith. I've asked uh, today that Neil Cordell, who's the executive pastor here, to kind of share a little bit of his story. Uh, both of your kids are grown. Mm -hmm. They're adulting mm -hmm. now, adulting, right? Adulting, that's right. Kinda, that's right. Yeah, more or less. More or less, yes, yeah. Yes. Did I tell you I'm going to be a grandfather? Yeah, uh, that's yeah, adulting. Yeah, yeah, that's adulting. You're excited. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, through your story, you had some rites of passage, some moments that you know were pivotal moments for your family. And so... Can you just share your story a little bit with us and some of the suggestions and reasons for why you did it? Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, it is important. It's something really that I learned after Tracy had moved into her teen years, but I realized how we'd missed some opportunities, had to make up some of those. But uh, Robert Lewis was especially, uh, he especially informed my opinion on some of this. He wrote a number of books around the idea of raising a modern day knight. Mm -hmm. And basically what he said is that parents, and I'm gonna paraphrase and expand his definition, parents want their children to be successful. Mm -hmm. They wanna connect with their children. They wanna encourage their children. And likewise, children need to connect with their parents. And so, so much of what we do as parents is try to raise our children to, uh, to help them develop a, a character that's unshakable, a confidence that they can be who God wants them to be, competence to live the life in a way that honors God, and, and to have a calling and experience God's calling in their life so they can be who He wants them to be. And, and just studying some of the things from, uh, from Dr. Lewis, I realized that this idea of memorials is really a biblical concept. Uh, mm -hmm. Just rediscovering again in Deuteronomy, Moses said, when you cross over, take the law, plaster rocks, write the law on it so you can take your children to see what God has commanded. Mm -hmm. In Joshua, when they crossed the, the River Jordan, uh, Joshua said, take 12 stones from the river, pile them up on the other side. So when your children look at those stones, you can tell them, these remind us that God piled the water up mm -hmm. and we crossed over on dry land. And it was a, a stone of, our pile of stones, if you will, of memorial to remind the nation of how God had worked. There's an old hymn that we used to sing that went, here I raise mine Ebenezer. And a lot of folks have no <laughs> idea an what an Ebenezer is. <laughs> well, an Ebenezer was a stone that Samuel erected after uh, Israel had, been, had defeated the Philistine army because of God's supernatural intervention. And Ebenezer meant up until now God has helped us. So it was this idea of memorials, of reflecting back God's work in their life is the way that Israel passed along their faith to their children. So on this Memorial Day, this idea of backing up and thinking about uh, our faith stories and thinking about memorials and how we can instill in the lives of our children to remember how God has brought us to this point kind of helped us develop this mm -hmm. idea of rites of passage and uh, memorials to, to communicate our faith story to our children. So, so if that was kind of your framework, right. Can you give us a few examples or things that you used along the way? Sure, sure. Um, one of the first things was to communicate our faith story to our children. Uh, our, our children would tell you, if you ask them, what was your family's faith story? I think both would say, mom and dad dated in college. They didn't get along until they gave their life to Christ. <laughs> 
their marriage is founded on Christ. Yeah. Uh, Tracy would tell you, I am here because my parents prayed for me. Mm. I am a gift to them because they prayed. Josh will tell you that mom and dad and my big sister prayed yeah. that I would be born. Mm -hmm. um, we followed God literally around the world. Our family's faith story is that if God speaks, our answer is yes, mm. and the details will, will follow later on. And, and now our children are writing their own stories. So mm. our family faith story has become an epic. It's, yeah. We've got spinoffs now yeah. as our kids are writing their own faith story. But what we would say to them regularly was we'd remind them of how God put Joan and I together, how God gifted us with our children, and we had a responsibility to help them grow up in their own faith. So that's one of the first things that we did was regularly remind our children that our family has a story of God's faithfulness. And you're a part of that, and now you're going to write your own story. So how did you use those rites of passage then to tell the story? Okay. Um, yeah, when it comes to rites of passage, uh, Robert Lewis helped shape a lot of this. I think there are three natural points or natural passages. One is into the teen years. Okay. And, uh, you know, in, in from, from the children. From years. children to, okay. yeah, from okay. 12 to 13, right okay. there. For Tracy, I told her on her 13th birthday, driver's ed starts today. You have three years to convince me that your yes is yes, your no is no. Or on your 16th birthday, when you say, Dad, can I borrow the keys? The answer will be no. So right. you have three years trust. to build trust, and, that's, and right. that's building character. Josh thought he was going to get the keys when he turned 13. So it's just a totally <laughs> yeah. different like, kid. That's not what I meant. That's right? not exactly <laughs> what I meant at, at that point. For Josh, his big rite of passage was uh, he, he wanted to go to Russia with me on a mission trip. And I said, son, when you're old enough to take care of yourself, to get yourself up in the morning, mm. to, uh, to take care of yourself, I'll take you with me to Russia. And on his 12th, just before his 13th birthday, uh, we took a trip to Russia. And That's I'll never cool. forget having breakfast with him on the last morning before we flew home with two football coaches who had gone with us, just four band of brothers who had yeah. been away, to talk with him and tell him we saw God working in him and help him grow up to accept responsibility, mm -hmm. he was entering the teen years with some new responsibility. And uh, his, uh, Joan has often said, you took a boy away with you, you brought a man home. Mm -hmm. it, it was a really a key event. It's interesting, Luke chapter two, I know you're a middle school pastor. Yep. Jesus was a sixth grader. That's right, <laughs> you know, at that some awesome? point. You know, if, on his, when he was 12, they went to the Passover, and you remember the story, he got lost. That's right. Why? Because I think he was expressing his identity. He was yeah. pushing limits and boundaries. Yep. Where did they find him? In the temple, yeah. discovering his calling, the calling that God had on his mm -hmm. life. So that transition from 12 to 13, I think, is, is a natural place. The second big transition, I think, is, from high, is at high school graduation. And at high school graduation is that point where kids are beginning to develop their, their competence and discover their real calling for who mm -hmm. God wants them to be. Yeah. And so uh, that was a time that as our, our children graduated from college, or graduated from high school and started going away to college, we had a, a rite of passage every Sunday afternoon when they headed back to school. Mm. We'd gather around the car and uh, it, it began with a reminder, remember who you are, mm -hmm. remember whose you are. 
Uh, later, we added to that, make wise choices, because oh. that became an that important became a need. Okay. <laughs> and then when Josh went away, we added another one. That's check the boxes. And, uh, and even now, sometimes I'll leave the house going on a trip, and, yeah. and I'll hear Josh shout as I'm going out the door, Dad, remember who you are. Remember whose you are. Check the boxes, That's Dad. Right. So you know that your children are getting some yeah. of, of these things. But it was, again, sowing into them that your character your calling, your competence, mm -hmm. the confidence that you have is founded in your faith. And mm -hmm. if you remember who you are and whose you are, it'll go a long way towards that. You know, Jesus as a young adult began his ministry being baptized in the Jordan. When he came out of the water, they, the voice of God said, this is my son, I'm pleased with him. God affirmed in Jesus' life that he was special as he began that. Um, and then I think the third big transition is really as they enter adulthood, they begin to really become independent, either graduation from college or military or Votech school mm -hmm. or pursuing a vocation. It's a time for us to affirm in our children's life that you're an adult now. It, 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 we have done our best to develop your character, mm -hmm. to instill in you confidence, to help you develop your competence, to follow God's calling on your life. Now go, yeah. <laughs> get out of the house, go right. ahead to the next <laughs> chapter. And you know, we're excited because uh, we had an opportunity to affirm both of our children on the mission field. Mm. Tracy graduated from college and That's she went important. to Southeast Asia uh, for two years. Josh graduated college, he went to Montreal for four weeks. We had an opportunity, for four months, uh, we had an opportunity to go and spend time with our children in the context where now they were in charge. Yeah. And they were showing us how to serve alongside mm. of them. Yeah. And, and it was just that passing of responsibility on onto them. Remember Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration again. God spoke into his life the second time. He told Peter, James, and John, this is my son. He pleases me. Yeah. Listen to him. Mm -hmm. uh, so we see God stepping into Jesus' life in some pretty important times. We step into our children's life in some pretty important times to help them to become who God wanted them to be by remembering the faith story of our family and then learning how to write their own story yeah. as they grow and mature. And I think it's so critical for us as parents to make sure that we have those specific moments that they can look back at. I, I mean, I can even remember when my dad told me I was an adult. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was kind of like, oh, oh okay. like I am, okay, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I wasn't <laughs> fully prepared for that, right. but I guess I have to start acting like an adult now. Right. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I still look back, even though he kind of did it almost nonchalantly, right. like, oh, by the way, you're an adult, yeah. It, yeah. it was a major point of affirmation. Uh, and, and this conversation reminds me a lot of Proverbs 22.1, where it says, a good name is to be uh, more valuable than priceless rubies yes. yeah. and a good reputation more than gold and silver. Right. Uh, and I think that's just critical for us as parents yeah. to make sure that it matters that your kid is part of your family and that you've given them this life journey. At our church, we do um, kind of partnerships with that for rites of passage. Like I do an eighth grade trip. Uh, Dan does a 12th grade trip. And we encourage parents to kind of join in on that. And it's generally, like he said, on the mission field, affirming what they're becoming, who they're going up to be. And so we would love to partner with you if you're part of our church for that. Um, I hope this has been a helpful topic yeah. for you and, and that you can begin to really begin to pray, what are the things that God would have me do? What are some important moments in my child's life can, that can become a rite of passage? Uh, if you have any more questions about Fruit Cove, uh, the church and her ministries, you can go to fruitcove.com. We would love for you to interact with our uh, Parent Life podcast. You can reach us at parentlife at fruitcove.com. Just go ahead and send an email. We'd love to do that. And hey, go ahead and subscribe 
so that every week you can get the new episode. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Neil, for yeah, joining. Thank you, Jeff. And we'll see you guys next week.